I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome, gentle folk. To the moment you've all been waiting for. The season one finale of Unfeatured Articles. We're back. We are back once more for part two. Part two of the ultimate finale, the unexpected part two. Yeah. Infinity War part two. Yeah. I'm happy to be here though. Mate, me too. I'm happy to give it some breath, some breathing room. We've been able to go away. We've been able to have a little bit of think about it. Mm -hmm. And uh, James, you've come up with a great way to do the remaining 16, haven't you? Yes. So if you're joining us uh, just recently, uh, go watch last episode. We just did the first kind of 16 pairings of our massive uh, finale sort of bracket to find out what the weirdest Wikipedia article is, the most Mm. unfeatured article. Uh, And so now we're going to the next eight pairings. And what I wanted to do for the next eight pairings um, is that we have our three names in a glass. And for each selection that we choose for each um, entry, one person is going to be chosen randomly to defend that entry, to defend that article. Uh, and so each round, two people yep. will they'll, they'll be this facing could, off against each This could be a other. very dull podcast for one of us. For, well, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but I think for, ultimately this is going to be interesting because we could be defending ones which we don't prefer. Indeed. Which is going to... This will be, so this will be interesting. So let's see yes. how we go. So should we just get crack straight into it, boys? Let's just crack let's right into it. Let's dive right in. We went... Um, First to last on the last batch. Should we go last to first? I think that's a great idea. Let's do that. Might as well. Mix it up. So with that said, let's go with the 52 Hertz whale versus Ruth Melville. Belleville. Belleville. Yeah. All right. It's Melville. It is Melville? No, it's Belleville. I believe it's Belleville. On the Wikipedia article, it's Belleville. We had this conversation last episode. Yeah, Yeah, cool. It was written. I didn't listen to the last episode, so. (laughs) None of us have. It hasn't come out yet. (laughs) Here we go. All right, he's shaking the glass. I am. He's shaking that glass. Here it is. That's I the feel shake. Like the Get that shake. Bit. The shake before I sleep. Okay. All right, he's putting it out. Name number one. Defending the 52 hertz whale is me, James, James Kehoe. Ooh. All right, give me the glass. Yep. All right, and defending Ruth Belleville is... Whew, here we go. I feel like we needed a bigger container. Me. Oh, right. right. Okay. Who saw this coming? It wasn't me. <laughs> Bye, everyone. <laughs> Well, no, see, that's the thing, is the third person will be our moderator. This is the person who will decide who conclusively has won that round and who will move on. Uh, But I don't trust Riley not to be unbiased. No biased. You can't be biased, I can't be biased. All right, in this this particular one, I will admit that uh, Graham would be my normal choice. Mm -hmm. However... In the spirit of the activity, yep, I am going to uh, defend Ruth like Rep nobody's Ruth. business. Wrap that roof. So, um, James, why don't you crack off for us? Uh, do we want to have a quick retouch on the criteria for some of these? Yeah, sure. Yeah, so, that's a good idea, actually. So what we're looking for, I think, is um, 
Like just just the, the one of the articles that maybe either touched our our, our hearts and our minds much mm, uh, mm. is unfeatured. Yes, like one that like we just probably wouldn't have heard of if not for this podcast, mm-hmm. or if we if we hadn't gone for a deep dive specifically because of this podcast. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, it's just it's 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 weird. It's wacky. It's like it's it it fits the bill for like um, what we're kind of searching for in the big the big number one article. Yeah, I think. All right. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So, so 52 Hertz Whale, James Kehoe. Uh, let me tell you guys about the 52 Hertz Whale. Uh, it's an individual whale of unidentified species which calls at the very unusual frequency of 52 Hertz. Yep. Uh, as we've established previously, this means that because other whales are at different frequencies, uh, it's a very, it's the world's loneliest whale. It's the world's loneliest whale. No it one can't commun- else. What am I doing? Yeah, I don't you know can't, why I'm jumping in. Yeah, no. You, you hate me right now. I hate you. Can't, you. You, you. This is slander. Yep. Um, 52 Hertz Whale. As we all know, we all love uh, who we affectionately named Graham. Yep. Because we fell in love with this whale. Mm. And I think that. Before why, finding out that it's a girl. Before finding out that it's a girl. But Possibly that's right. a girl. But yeah. Prob- it's an, probably a girl. It's an androgynous whale. Yeah. And um, what I think really carries this article one, I hadn't heard of it beforehand. Mm. And two, I think that there's something so human about this whale, something <laughs> so. Um, touching and heartbreaking about the fact that no one can talk to this one whale, and it's so lonely. And you know, we all, we all, even scientists fell in love. You know, if if this is a whale that can that can uh, just put fire to the icy heart of a of a cold hearted scientist, you know, who who all notoriously bastards. Yeah, everyone hates scientists. Yeah, fuck them. But the fifty two were hurts whale you know, really kind of broke through the mold and is this great example of a beautiful thing in nature that's kind of very melancholy, which yeah. you don't find uh, in, in, in nature very often. And that's the 50 hertz whale. That's the 50 hertz whale. Yeah. All right. Versing off against that, uh, Graham, good friend of the podcast, is uh, Ruth Belville. So as uh, we, as Riley uh, told us about uh, in the previous round, mm. she's the lady who sold time to people in mm. Greenwich back when you still had to... Um, uh, twist your uh wind manually your wind your watches. Yeah. Um. So you had to set the time manually every time um that you wound it. So you would need to know the actual time before you wound it. Yeah. So she would just go around to people on the street who were like, mm, I don't actually know the time, and I can't. I I've got. I'm not near a clock or a sundial or whatever to look at it. And she would be like, I've just been to Greenwich. This is the time. Mm. Five pounds, please, or something. Something yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably not that much. Probably the other way around. Exorbitant <laughs> amount of money in Probably. that. I've just been to Greenwich. Where is your money? Yeah. Now, now this, this is, the, is time. the time. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think what's really great about this is that it is just, um, it's just, it's such a, it's such a wonderful, like, swifty, crafty business. Yeah. Like that. So I think her dad started it before, yeah. and then she kind of took over when, um, when he got old and it's just the, it's just such a, like, uh, a perfect example of capitalism. <laughs> Right, it's like, it's, yeah. If you can put money on the fucking time, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like she sells the time to people, um, and it's just it's great. Um, looking back on it now, when like it's such a foreign concept because we we fucking carry watches around in our mm, pockets exactly. at every single moment that is like dead on accurate. Um, the fact that yeah, that, that there was this business and like mm. they could exploit this kind of need and niche in the market, uh, I think uh, really really makes this article kind of sing because it is just so foreign and like silly when you think about it now looking back on it i think and it's um she lived a big old life didn't she she died when she was like 90 
Yeah, she's quite old. When she, she was quite away. old. She was quite elderly, and when she it was away. Uh, it was yeah. She had a pretty storied career yeah. from memory. Like she started up the bit. Well, she continued on the business from her father, but there was all sorts of lawsuits from like yeah. competing time merchants. There was, no way. Uh, there, yeah, yeah, there was some dickhead like some. Oh, that's right. And I think in the article he's like Saint Saint something. Yeah, yeah. Um, which makes no sense because yeah. like why would he be a Saint of White? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Anyway, but yeah, that's Ruth Belville, um, a shining example of capitalism. Mm. So Riley. 52 Hertz Whale versus Ruth Belville. Ruth now, Belville. let's all remember, Ruth was your article. Ruth was my article. So yeah. let's, yeah. let's approach this with, uh, with, with, with a level of unbiased. All right, so the criteria that you named before were um, sort of the obscurity of the article. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, a response to a like visceral, emotional or physical response to the article. Yeah, did sure. it tickle us? Did it make us kind of feel heartfelt? Did it make us... Um, yeah. yeah. And um, how kind of like... How unfeatured? How unfeatured? Yeah, well, that was yeah. that was the that first was the one. obscure yeah. stuff. Um, and um, then, how like yeah, oddly detailed and like yeah. oddly specific and stuff, I guess. And so, look, they're both pretty much up there. That's um, what I'm thinking. Like, what's interesting about this pairing is yeah. that you can both yeah name reasons why. Like, I hadn't heard about either of them. Yeah. You know? Um, I heartstrings fifty two as well wins. Ah, uh, no, well, I think I but, think that yeah. But, Tugging on the heartstrings, 52 Hertz Whale wins. I think in terms of unfeatured, mm. the lady who sold the time is a bit more out of... I tend to the, agree with you there. I, I will Stepping I will, back from the I will, I will agree on that yeah. one. However, remember how we've, throughout this entire season, we have memed on the fact that at a couple of points, I found articles on a top 10 uh, BuzzFeed of Wiki, weird Wikipedia articles mm-hmm. on every yep. single one. Ruth Belleville is on there. Was it? Yeah. Ooh. And yet you didn't do her. I was going to. If you if you listen back to the episode, I when you go Ruth Belville, I go. Oh my god! I was going to do her. He's <laughs> saying, "Can we put that bit in the podcast, please?" Can we just go back and insert that bit in the podcast. Curtis' right Curt- whole thing is depending on that now. <laughs> no, in all honesty, I'm being I'm being absolutely genuine here. Um, but, but yeah, no. Was, I, was, I, I Gra- back, was I, Graham not also on that list? No, I found Graham um, because of something else. I can't remember. It was a very it, Graham was like episode. Graham four was or six or it was pretty early on. Yeah, it was pretty early, early on. on. I can't remember how I found Graham, but it was not. It was. <laughs> it, it, maybe it was. Regardless, <laughs> what would you say your final decision would be? Um, I reckon it's pretty close. Yeah. Um, and I am struggling to eliminate my bias if I'm going to be very I, honest. If it, I right. honestly, okay, between the because this is an article that wasn't mine. Yeah. Uh, like neither of them were. Of the two of them, I think that. They're, it's what a it's tough pairing for the first like, pairing. Yeah, like, um, boys, if we can't get past this one, I know, yeah. right? <laughs> we'll what what's, what kind of fate do we have? But I think that because there's been a film about the Fifty Two Hertz Whale and there's music about the Fifty Two Hertz Whale. Like you look at that last kind of section mm. where it lists, you know, the mockumentary about Fifty Two Hertz Whale. You are correct. It has featured in. It's in it's a bit of um a become bit of a kind of a pop culture phenomenon in that sense. Um, South Korean K-pop group BTS's 2015 oh, right. album. Uh, the fourth track on that one is called Whalian 52. Mm. Um, I don't know. I, in that sense, I think that like this is something that, though we've become very attached to it, it's also something that is well documented. Documented. There's a feature-length documentary about it. I don't know. I tend to think that. All right. I'm gonna lay down. Some ruling here, otherwise this could go on forever. Yeah. I think what needs to happen is that the person who whose article neither of them is mm-hmm. 
needs to be the decision maker. So James, I think despite the fact that you 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 very clearly articulated, yeah, I think that uh, there's Graham, a lot. To, I think yeah. the decision does need to come down to you. All right, I think I'm going to go with. Oh, we have to. Oh, yep. I think I'm going to go you, with the Greenwich you, Time Lady. I'm so you've, sorry. You've got to take one of us out the back and it shoot us. It hurts me to say it. I'll, you know, I'll never forgive you. I know, Moving and you forward. know that. Like, I'm doing this right now, and and and, and I'm not happy about it. And I'm not happy about it. There's a high chance I'm not coming back next season, dude. <laughs> we got what we wanted. All righty. All right. All right. So we're going. Oh, I'm, roof. So, I'm sorry, mate. This we knew this was going to be hard. Yeah, we never thought it was going to be easy. <laughs> we should, they never <laughs> said this? it would be easy. Oh, okay. So Zane Zane is taking over the drawing of the of the cars. Indeed, oh, he I is. Right. So, um, um, hold on. Let me just get my editing software up so that I can officially get rid of. Graham, the 52 hertz whale. Yeah, we love you, Graham. Official friend of the podcast. The yeah. first friend of the podcast, you might say. Former friend of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He can't he, he can't talk to anyone. We were the only people on his side, and we even we've abandoned him. <laughs> no, he had a documentary. We uh, were the only ones on his whatever. side. Anyway. I have a K-pop album. Moving on up. There's a K-pop album I'm about less, everything. I'm less featured than Graham, the 52 hertz whale. <laughs> I don't have a K-pop album about me. Graham was episode six, according to Zane. Okay. All right. M- moving right along. I will not. We need to kill our darlings for the yeah. for the actual thing. To we have Speed 2 Cruise Control yep. versus Grey Goo. Mm. Now, um, now, that is a James and James me and Riley. Riley. So, uh, Zane is drawing, and the first one is me. Going for speed two cruise control, and the second one is Riley going for Grey Goo. Oh, there right. you go. That's fair. All right, let's kill our darlings. Let's do it, man. Well, if only that had happened last. Uh, maybe I would have won. <laughs> you failed to accurately represent Graham. That's all. That's the last thing we're gonna say. But fuck you. Oh boy, this is it's hard. This it's is really hard. hard. I'm really hard. I'm genuinely so. Upset. I know. No, me too. But all right. <laughs> All right, moving on, moving on. Grey goo. Is there going to be tears by the end of this episode? Oh, God, yeah. Oh, mate, it was tears before we started. Yeah, dude. Okay, here we go. Um, Speed 2 Cruise Control is a film, um, and I'll I'll contend that it's, you know... I'm pouring myself a big glass of wine to deal with the heartbreak. It's a known film. It's a high-budget film, and we're all aware of this. Um, I just... Because I'm, like, getting it up as I talk. Yeah. As I search for Speed 2 Cruise Control... The listing under is Speed 2 Cruise Control soundtrack, which has like its own discrete They released listing. a soundtrack. There's a soundtrack. Jesus. Um, can I just quickly, I just want to... The 2000s were a weird time. Um, British yeah. reggae band UB40 performed Can't Help Falling in Love. Yep. Um, gosh. Yeah. The Police's Every Breath You Take, it just has a bit of a... Jeez. Yeah, anyway. Speed 2 Cruise Control, uh, known film, um, Sandra Bullock, you know, no um, Keanu Reeves. Uh, good, which is probably good because it's not a good film. Anyway, the th- <laughs> the reason I picked this article, um, one is because it's not a good film and it's a sequel to a very good film and it's this... Is Speed a good film? I'm a big fan of Speed. All right, fair enough. Big big Speed fan. Um, not the... He loves it. Anyway. Takes it every Saturday. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> the reason I chose this article is because of the background um, surrounding it and the sort of filming... Dilemmas that came about, yep. wherein a giant, uh, they built this giant boat, the the head of this boat, it's set on a boat, they built the head of a boat, life-size, they built a village, life-size, so that the village could be crushed by the boat. But then a hurricane came along and everything got destroyed. And they had to rebuild And they the had village. to rebuild an entire village. Um, it takes a village 
to film <laughs> Speed 2 Cruise Control. Um, that, to me, is just so funny because it's such a flop. And I think yeah. that, like, this this town that, like, had to be built twice uh, twice is um, had to be rebuilt with hurricane-proof buildings. Oh. Uh, it's just very funny to me because it's $5 million. Beautiful. Right. Riley? Grey Goo. All right, so I've got Grey Goo. And uh, Grey Goo, when I had a look at it, and even now when I'm looking at it again, in fact, um, is a... Bearing in mind, boys, that we did... Um, give a pretty detailed explanation for every single article right. in the first round. So yeah. Um, yeah. let's kind of focus let's, more on the let's, reasons Let's fit it on what the criteria that yeah. we've kind of yeah. Yeah, structured yeah. around. Okay, cool. So, yeah, basically, Gregu is an end-of-the-world scenario where molecular nanotechnology basically replicates itself so much and um, blocks everything else out. Mm. In um, the whole universe. Yes. Yeah, very quickly as well. Very, very, very fucking quickly. Um, like, there was like a, within two days, wasn't it? Yeah, there was a scenario I gave before. Um, on the last, uh, when we did part one on the yeah. initial rundown, and basically it would take, um, uh, so it takes a little while to get going, but once it gets going, as you can imagine, it doubles itself every um, 1,000 seconds, I believe is the hypothesis. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for the first for the first day, for the first couple of days, I know it's, it's going to get big, but it's not going to be too bad. Mm. But then after that, it's very, Within like a very, week, it blots out the mass of the sun. Yeah, yeah. Like- within... Um, in uh, at the end of ten hours, there are not thirty six new replicators. Blah blah blah. Um, yeah, it, it it very quickly exceeds the mass of the sun and all the planets in the solar system yeah. combined. Oops, which is fucking large uh, for those of you all right. who aren't aware. So why did you pick the title? Because um, I picked it because it is. Um, I looked at it because of the title. I was like, "Grey Goo." That sounds like it's going to be weird. Yeah. Um, and it was pretty weird. Like it's <laughs> a, also it's very interesting as it's, well. It's yeah. Quite interesting, and like it's something that not possibly anytime soon, but we may have to look into like right, way down the track. Um, and yeah, I feel like it was pretty unfeatured. Like I hadn't heard of it. Yeah. Like certainly there's end of the world scenarios and everything like that going around. Mm. Uh, Grey Goo was the first one I'd heard of, of like the, the kind of nano bug one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was my, uh, that was my thing for Grey Goo. And the dude who invented it and coined the term Grey Goo um, is on record saying that he, Wishes he called it anything else. <laughs> <laughs> That's very funny. That's very funny. Um, Alrighty. Yep. What are your thoughts? Now, yep. this was, this one is also a tricky one. Mm. One, because obviously Speed 2 Cruise Control, it's a film. Yeah. We all know about it. Yeah. The thing that makes it unfeatured for me is the story about this the, the, the town that they had the... to build twice. Yeah. Grey Goo, on paper, yeah, probably more unfeatured right. than um then I would say Speed 2 Cruise Control. Mm. However, as I did say in the episode in the episode where you brought it up, it is the basis of an episode of Futurama. That's true. Yeah. Um but it's not specifically referenced as being Yeah, as I wouldn't such. say that they like They take inspiration from it and yeah. like that's kind of yeah. thing. So look. What are our thoughts while Curtis deliberates? Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. I tend to think honestly like I would I would lean towards Grey Goo as a concept. I find that more interesting, but I love the kind of hilarity and I love this sort of the the calamity of going all in yeah. on mm. this massive film yeah. and having it flop so bad and like And that that is why I think hubris. I am gonna have to go with Speed Two Cruise Control. Mm. Because of that tale that we found ourselves just descending into and this like like really weird, not known story about this yeah. film that we discovered because we looked into this. 
I think that that is the. It's true. It's it also made know. me laugh like nobody's business. Yes. Yeah. So um, I think for for this round, we're gonna have to say goodbye to Grey Goo, and we'd have to say. Yes, please. Two speed, two cruise control. Fantastic. I Good act- on you, Yonderbunt. You finally won something. I actually film. wholeheartedly agree. Like, Fair Greg, enough. Greg, it was cool as a concept, but that mm. fucking story yeah. is just so, so stupid. So silly. <laughs> so shit. just shout on Freud out the window. At the <laughs> right. Day, right? Um, all righty. Well, there you go. Speed, two cruise control. Um, Very good. Moving swiftly along. Our third bracket. Yes. Um, so that one will be as slow as possible. Versus the Bone Wars. Ah, okay. <laughs> and representing as slow as possible. Big one. Is... Riley. Riley Matamara is representing as slow as possible. And then Curtis is representing the Bone Wars. Now, this is interesting because we're. we're This is what we were looking for because we're representing each Each other's other's. articles on this one. Oh, I'm so excited to hear. All righty. Well, let's get straight into it. Um, Now, I'll start off with the Bone Wars. Sure. The Bone Wars was pretty. As we we stated in um, the last episode, it was just this massive, like. Almost war of attrition between these mm. two archaeologists yeah. who discovered probably more dinosaur species than anybody else in the field. Yeah, during the the great time of like um, uh, discovery of all yeah. of these um, uh, dinosaur species. Um, now the two guys uh, were Edward Drinker Cope, great name, cool, cool name, yeah, awesome and name. the other guy was Othniel Charles Marsh, also, also a great cool name. name. <laughs> um, the War of the Great Names. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Uh. They they started out as uh, as Riley said in our last episode. They started out as colleagues, but it got to this point where they just um. They, yeah. They uh. They kind of treaded on each on each other's toes so much mm. that um. They started to get really vindictive and even go as far as um destroying each other's fossils, like right. millions yeah. of yeah, years yeah. old, oh like actual gosh. dinosaur bones. They would destroy these specimens. Mm. Um. And by the end of it, and so like yeah. <laughs> They would um, they were so like vicious and antagonistic towards each other that like pretty much everyone else in the field was like, "We've had enough of you two. Yeah, go sort your shit out. We're gonna keep going." And they were like, <laughs> "Fucking fine." And they just it's like the it's like just two guys like hitting each other mm. <laughs> during a football game, and then like it goes on for so long that everyone's like, "We're gonna go home." And then yeah. they just keep hitting and each other for like, like three days. Slander against each other, weren't yeah. they? And, like pranks or something, or just like this, I just fucking just setting so much, each other. Like, they up would write and... papers about like yeah, how yeah. fucking stupid the other one was. I love it. Um, now I love this. I think this article is magnificent. Yeah, because um, yeah, it is just this massive, deep like. Drama, Mm. period drama that no one knows about. About like this, like we all love dinosaurs. Like Mm. we, we, if you tell me you don't like dinosaurs, you're you're wrong. You're lying. lying. You're lying. Like we, like we watch so much about dinosaurs in like um, uh, media and books and so much of this stuff. And um, yeah, the Bone Wars is just this story that like I did not know about, and I'm so glad I do now Mm. because it's this ridiculous fight between these two childish. Geniuses, yeah. absolute geniuses, um, and I think I'll say I've said it once. I'll say it again. Um, Limo and Miranda needs to get on this. <laughs> yes, and this is his next musical. Agreed. Because uh, could you imagine like a hip hop or like a rock musical about these two these competing two archaeologists? I love it. It would be beautiful. Um, and yeah, like so. I think I think it it, it it's absolutely unfeatured mm. because like never heard of it. Yeah. Um, although actually, two days before we did it, uh, two days after we did it, sorry. Um, it appeared on my Reddit feed. Huh. Like today I learned um, about the Bone Wars and these two guys. Wow, and I was like, wow, that's go. a real big coincidence. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, yeah. 
absolutely yeah unfeatured made me laugh and made me like really stuck with me i yeah. think so yeah um Riley, good. let's hear about as slow as possible all right so as slow as possible um as we've touched on previously is a musical piece by john cage uh long time uh long time dis- point of discussion on the podcast yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> didn't want to say friend <laughs> um so John Cage uh, wrote this piece. It was originally written in 1987 for an organ and is adapted from the earlier work, um, as slow as um, AS, ASLSP, in 1985. A typical performance of the piano version lasts 20 to 70 minutes. In 85, John uh, Cage opted to omit the detail of exactly how slowly the piece should be played. So he removed any tempo. He removed time signature. Yep. It is just... An open slather. Do whatever the hell you want with it. It is up to the individual performing it. Yeah. 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 And as such, there has been um, a performance of this piece started in 2001 in Halberstadt, Germany. Mm-hmm. Began in 2001, scheduled to end in 2640. Oh, yeah. There is a 639-year piece of music being played at the moment. Mm. Um, it was commissioned. He did it for um, basically... Um, the Maryland Summit Institute of Creative and Performing Arts as a contemporary requirement. He commissioned it. He opted for the open format to ensure that the, that two performances of it wouldn't be the same and would break up things for the judges yeah. a bit. Oh, uh, gotcha. Um, and there's been there's been quite a few documented performances of it. Um, in 2009, Diane Lushies performed organ as slow as possible uh, from 8:45 a.m. to 11:45, 11:41 uh, p.m. Um, in Torson University. That was a 14, 56, 14 hour, 56 minute performance. Wow. It's a long time. Long time. Um, guy called. Because that's interesting because the one in the 600 year one is like machine. Yeah. So, like, that's right. Machine all... is activated. Yeah. But that is really that's interesting because someone is playing that shit. Oh my yeah. gosh. Someone is standing there, playing a note, looking <laughs> and then, at their watch. Yeah. In a couple of minutes, they might play it on. Checking their phone. Um, why do you think. have a piss. Why do you think it's thought as possible? Should. Continue. Um, I didn't. I until I started the podcast, I didn't know about John Cage at all. Yeah, right. Um, it was never really. Yeah, that was never a part of my, um, a part of my world until mm. we got here. Um, it's really stuck with me. Um, not for maybe not for the best of reasons, <laughs> but like it's stuck with me. Like I know of it now, and whenever someone mentions John Cage, like I know that name, and it yeah, like yeah. just like trips something in me. It's like ah. <laughs> The disdain. Yeah. I, don't, I don't like. I don't hate him. It's just like, why do you need to be like that? Right. Yeah. yeah. Um. Mm, it's not your space, is it? <laughs> it's not your time, is it? I'll allow it. Go but ahead. no, you are. Why did? Why did? Why should he not be like that? <laughs> I, another. I, ta- another. We're gonna do a John Cage episode next season. Um, I tend to agree. Like he, he fills that up. need of he fills like the niche. N- yeah. Niche. Yeah. Um. If I could just jump in really quickly. Sure thing. One thing. Um. That I forgot to mention when we were discussing it before is that there on the article there is a list of the note changes that oh, yeah. happened, and it's just like in it's this like, like three years, three to five years apart every oh single my time. Gosh, just um, and I just love like yeah. And there's one scheduled like coming up in I think the next one is in 2021. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, the next change is 2020. 2020. That's yep. not bad. Go visit, see a note change. I would yep. absolutely do that. I think it's it's cool, and that's kind of what that comes. Um, there what is, is the cool bit. 
Sorry, there is also yeah. oh, it's scheduled to end the day before my birthday in two thousand six hundred and forty. By the way, so <laughs> it's that, a birthday that present will be to you. My, um, it's John Cage's that? personal six hundred and forty sixth birthday. Oh, happy um, birthday, Riley! Happy birthday, I'm Riley sorry I didn't Mara. get you anything for your six hundred and whatever birthday. Are, Thank you, are, John we Cage. Are quite dead. Yeah, um, yeah. He, yeah. I've, got, I've got the list of sound changes. The piece started with a seventeen month rest. So <laughs> that, <laughs> that is what I find so funny. They started like, the piece and. With, Seventeen minutes, seventeen months of just sweet fuck all. It's very good. So stupid. Holy shit! All right. right. Well, that that was your that was your like defense of it. It's It's stupid. stupid. Holy shit! Which we do love on this article. Exactly. I mean, some of the stuff we got here that's in the favor of of the article to be as stupid as shit. Um, um, I think for me personally, these two articles, I, I I think that going into this pairing uh like the bone wars kind of had it for me like i had this kind of lean towards the bone wars i think that like talking about as slow as possible it it does have a lot of merit in terms of being this weird obscure mm. thing that is also kind of cool but it's just um, this living breathing time capsule exactly just like just yeah. going for yeah. yeah um i mean john cage is I mean, he's not well-known, well-known, but mm. I think, like, he has, like, er, you know, people have heard of... In the music Ford industry, two, two, people know who yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I just but, think but, that... But it's interesting because, like, whenever someone says John Cage, they're always talking about 4 minutes 33, yeah. usually, yeah. which is the 4 minutes 33 minutes uh, minutes of silence. Yeah. Which is like, so that's the point of oh, fucking John Cage, want a wanker. Right. I've, ne- I've never people heard about this one before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and nor have I. But, like, I hadn't heard of the Bone Wars either. And True. And it just... It just tickled me. Like yeah. I, I can't stop thinking about these yeah. two guys who are just so petty. Yeah, and like they'll put their own careers on the line yeah. out of pettiness. Uh, I am going to give it to the Bone Wars. Bone Wars. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yep. I, I also love the Bone Wars. Um, alrighty. Wow. Um, how long are we going for here, Zane? Is this the, are we have we been going for thirty minutes? Oh dear. Woof. Alrighty. All right. Well, moving right along. Moving right along. Uh, we have the Rat King versus the Gombe Chimpanzee War. Oh my word. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Alrighty. And representing the Rat King. Will be Riley. Riley. Me. <laughs> oh no! It's and representing boy. the Gombe Chimpanzee War, James. Riley. James. That's me. Yeah, Riley again. Okay. Well, gentlemen, here we are again. Um. All right. Should now, we put? Can I just chuck in here? Remember, yep. boys, no bias. No and bias. Remember the visceral reactions that we had to both of these articles. <laughs> and yet, both trypophobia, of these articles. Trypophobia didn't make it. So let's remember those visceral <laughs> reactions. Trypophobia is disgusting. Rat King is interesting. Now, um, yeah, that seems like a very fair breakdown right, of those hey, we, two articles. We're moving on. I, I let go of Graham. You can let go of trypophobia. Um, okay, I'm going to put five minute timers on our pitches. Bring it down, man. Three minute timers. Three minute timers. Yeah, on five these. minute timer for the rest of the episode. Let's yeah. go. Yeah, I got to go to bed. Okay. Um. Uh. Do you want to start us off with the Rat King? All right. Here we go. Three, two, one. All right, so the Rat King brought to us um, ever-lovingly by our big boy, Curtis Lang. That's Mm -hmm. me. Um, So the Rat King basically is what happens when a bunch of rats die um, and they become entangled by their... Yeah, you're going to love this. Um, Jessica K. Ryan is sitting in the the corner of the room listening to all the the (laughs) The breakdown of the articles. Um, So, yeah, so the Rat King, a bunch of rats, like when they're swarming all over each other and everything like that, Mm. is... um, you know, there's mess down there. It's normally wet. There's like fecal mm. matter. It's gross. There's food. It's disgusting. Like yep. it's so much worse than you could imagine. <laughs> um, and in all of that, their tails get intertwined and knotted together and they become stuck. 
and like they can't move, they can't go eat, they just like end up like sitting in a pile of their own filth and just fucking dying and like rotting in that. And their tails and become they, intertwined. They yeah. become intertwined and they become like rigid and you can't move them. And as more of them die, more, Two of, minutes them, more of them get, okay, uh, more and more get like caught up in it and entangled in it. And it just becomes this like monument to all these dead rats. So what would you and- say, what, what would you say, uh, why is it unfeatured and what about it stuck with you? Um, mostly the imagery. Yeah. Um, I would say it's unfeatured. It's it's unfeatured in that I think I'd only heard of it once or twice before we brought it up on the podcast. I think there is one on display in a museum. Um, in Germany, yeah. Yeah, but like for if we're going for sheer like the content and how we felt talking about it um, and everything like visceral. that, visceral, like very visceral. The the. Like it's just flat out fucking gross. Like yeah, dude. Yeah. Just and like I think you said that the largest one ever found was like thirty two rats. Ah. Thirty two rats. Mm. And like these aren't just like your little fucking mice. Like these could be full on. They are rats. Large rats, like four foot rats. Yeah. And that's like such a confronting image. And to like, yeah, yeah. Um. So it stuck with me. It stuck with me a lot. And we've come back to it quite a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Some of, some of us more vocally than others. It's true. Well, I will say, like, yeah, it is probably our most referenced article. Mm. That and maybe Graham. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, uh, Gone Bay Chimpanzee War, which was brought to us by Sam Webb. That's right. I am speaking on behalf 15. of Sam Webb. Okay. So, yeah, I'm bringing it down to two-minute timers. Let's uh, go. You did about two minutes. It was great. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Thank you. Gone Bay Chimpanzee War. Uh, the reason I love this article uh, is because it is just so terrifying to me. And it's like this real life Planet of the Apes where uh, essentially it's this war that happened for four years in this colony, uh, this this ape colony, where it started with a pa- party of six adult, um, chim- you know, Casakela males attacking and killing Gobi, a young Kahana female who had been feeding in a tree. That act of violence set off this four-year actual war, like an actual war between, between two tribes of tribes chimps. Of chimps. Um, so visceral and so much, so real that like it broke Jane Goodall. <laughs> like, yeah, Jesus. I just it's famed and beloved. Yeah. animal researcher Jane Goodall. Yeah. She uh, and like these apes were going crazy. They were like these it, apes were bananas. They were bloody Bad. bananas. Bad. It was there was I'm talking cannibalistic infanticide. Oh fuck! So someone just like ate. A child um, by a high-ranking female in the community. Um, it's like literally good old saying that it revealed the dark side of chimpanzee behavior. She was profoundly disturbed by this revelation uh, in her memoir. She was like, she it took her years to come to terms yeah. with the knowledge. Like this is a war that happened between chimps that broke a woman, and I think, and I'd never heard of it. I didn't know it existed. Yeah. And I think that it's so visceral and it's so real and it's just like so horrifying. And it's the real Planet of the Apes and I'm scared of chimpanzees. Yeah. What so. do you think? This one's really hard. It's a hard one. This is really it hard. Is. Like, uh, they've they've okay. all been hard. Like none of them are going to be easy. Yeah. Rat King, I'll admit, holds a special place in my heart mm. because it was the second article I brought in. It was actually the first one I found to do on the podcast. I was like, that's what I'm doing. That's right. But I thought for episode one, I wouldn't like fuck everyone. Kinda, yeah, go on the <laughs> breaks. Yeah. Um, 
And yeah, it is just uh, the the reaction that we have, and like people, like whenever they go, I listen to the podcast, they'll just go, "Yeah, fucking Rat King, hey," <laughs> um, and I'll be like, "Yeah." Um, so it is such a memorable one, and it is one that I think we did kind of bring to the uh, the light to mm. to the light. Like we, it, I think I didn't know, I knew nothing about it, and since then, like I've I've noticed references in other media. Oh really? To it like there's a there's um there's a joke in fa- and an episode of Family Guy where like <laughs> um the the guy the, like the realtor character where he's like, "Hey, yeah. try to sell this house." Yeah. And he's talking about um the great undulating rat king in the basement huh. in of this like castle that they're trying That's to sell. That's very funny. Um yeah, which is just like, "Oh. <laughs> Got my chimpanzee war." I'm going to go ahead and say that's my favorite article that a guest brought in. Yeah. Um because yeah, it just it's so brutal and yeah. so intense. Yeah. And so, and I knew nothing about it. And like, yeah, yeah you, cause you don't think about animals having this instinctual, like, mm. you don't think of them war- having war. Right. It's war, so human. War is such a human thing yeah. to do. Yeah. Which is why I'm going to have to give it to Gombe Chimpanzee. Yeah, good. Mm. I, I, I agree. I sacrificed Rat King. I know. Rat King, yeah. yeah it's hard to it's, summon Gombe Chimpanzee War. It's hard to say goodbye. To the so Rat King, hard. but I think I think you made the right call. I think so too. Um, right. Moving right along, we've got um, Rainbow Bridge versus George P. Bedell. I need to step out of the room for this one, boys. I <laughs> think, I think, to make yeah. this as interesting as possible, go. we're going to take this one, and Riley's going to have to decide. Right. What do you All want, right. Rainbow Bridge or George uh, P. Bedell? I will take a Rainbow Bridge. I'll take George. <sighs> I'll take a breather. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. He has actually got up to leave. Yeah. <laughs> He's gone to charge his phone. Okay. Um, all right. We're just getting the articles up now. Da, 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 da. All right. So I have got the Rainbow Bridge up. Now, as Riley stated in the previous episode, uh, uh, episode section one, uh, the Rainbow Bridge is uh, it's a recurring theme in, in um, works of poetry and literature mm. um, written in the 1980s. Um, and it is also a uh, psychologist's um, method of teaching coping with death Yep. to children and especially the deaths of animals mm. because um saying goodbye is, i th- and i think um saying goodbye to uh, to our pets is something that we all go through yeah and it is probably one one of the hardest things that a young person has to deal with i reckon mm. that a normal regular young person has to deal with it is absolutely heartbreaking to lose one of your pets and this is a wonderful piece of um literature and a wonderful coping mechanism that just like in it it generates this this belief like the mm. the the thing i am i am a self professed um like atheist i'm not really um i'm not really uh religious in any way but the thing mm. that I, I i get why religion and um this idea of this greater thing in the universe um kind of attracts people is because it does it 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 it's the foundation of this of this um belief mm. and it is um teaching people to believe which i think is really wonderful and really important so yeah. that's why it like yeah, and I think this is just an extension of that. And it is just teaching children to be able to um yeah, believe in this place where when they themselves pass away, they're gonna be greeted by all their beloved pets at yeah. the gates at the the foot of heaven or whatever, the the gate of the afterlife. Yeah. And their pets are gonna shepherd them onwards into the afterlife. And that's just Fucking beautiful, and I think we all teared up I, yeah. when this article came. It's up. good because it like it also teaches them about their own death as well. Absolutely, in terms of because, like, it's yeah. gonna be fine because your pets are here. Yeah, um, because fuck, <laughs> death is scary. Like, yeah, humans. Right. Have, we've been doing humans for five thousand. We, we've been around for five thousand, five thousand years. years. We humans. Well, yeah, in, 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 our, in our current kind of. Oh, I get you. Yeah, in our current. I get and what you're like in 
It's it's just interesting that we still don't know how to deal with death. Yes, yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, cool. that is my bit on Rainbow Bridge. Um, I want to talk about George P. Bedell. He's a fictional guy, doesn't exist, uh, who enrolled at Georgia Tech in 1927 as a practical joke. Uh, there was a guy, uh, William Smith, who uh, was enrolled, and he had this extra enrollment form. And he was like, I'm going to make up a guy. Just going to make up a man. You know, as this practical joke. Um, and enrolled him in all the same classes that he had, uh, and with the help of friends, he'd do all this schoolwork twice. He went to so much effort for this one prank, this one joke, um, that was so popular. That's the thing, is like, it could have died so easily, this idea Mm. of this fake person, Um, but, you know, we start to see things about this legacy staying on, and during World War II, like service members continuing the hoax and like enrolling Burdell <laughs> in different fronts. And he was like on the flight crew of a B-17 bomber mm. and he was, you know, flying missions over the, with the eighth air force in England. Um, and then, you know, he, it's even to like today, even to like 2000 and onwards, there are these, you know, sightings of George P. Burdell yeah. and like these, these, things and even at georgia tech they've like recognized this massive like mythos of this character all because some guy was playing silly buggers you know (laughs) and i think that like spawning something so awesome from something that's like so just off the cuff like why not i'm just gonna do this going on for over a century exactly yeah Yeah, it's crazy um and that's why i like george p badell riley kill your babies riley choose your darling sophie's choice too sophie's choice your darlings um all right both, yeah, I love both. They're probably both, like, those two are probably my favorite ones I brought in. Mm. Um, yeah, they're um, very good. Or they're more Ruth. Um, mm. I th- Like, George was great because um, it was, like, I'd never heard of that before. Like, to be honest, I'd never heard of either of them. Mm. Um, I'd never heard of either of those before. Um, but Rainbow Bridge wins it for me. Like, it's, I didn't know about it. None of us knew about it. Um, it we were shook. It was the first article. Hell. It was the first article where we all like. It was a wholesome article. Yeah, yeah. they'd all been either yeah. funny or fucked up, and then this one was the first one where we were like, "Oh man, oh, yeah, yeah. cool." Oh, um, so, resounding effect on the podcast. I think yeah, Rainbow Bridge wins it for me. Um, I think you've made the right I choice. Did yeah. love George. Oh, George yeah. was a bloody. He's a hoot. A, and a half. He lives. He was a hoot and a half. All right, moving right along. Uh, Hut River. Is this our seventh? This is six. We have three remaining. Three remaining in All this right. kind of section. In this section, uh, Hut River versus unusual eBay listings. Oof. Representing Hut River is James. Myself. Oh, that says. And representing unusual eBay listings is Riley. All right. All right. All right. So the principality of the Hut River. You uh, go first because I need to find. Yes, I'm going to get right on into it, um, and. You'll notice at this point we're kind of hurrying because we realized we took a bit of time with those first ones. We did. Um, but this it, it, we're still very involved. We're still very interested. This is the, it's the finale. It's going to yeah. go on for a while. Exactly. Strap yourselves Strap in yourselves if you haven't already. In. If you're checking like, the time on the, um, on the podcast app, you, you might notice. There's a year to go. Yeah, there's quite a while. All right. So the Principality of the Hutt River. Um, essentially, this is uh, some dude who has decided that he was going to make a principality. Leonard Casley declared the principality an independent province in 1970 in response to a dispute with the government of Western Australia over what the Casley family considered Dacronian wheat production quotas. So essentially we have a country or a, a, a complete principality um, 
that has come about because of wheat production, mm. uh, which I love. I think that the again going back to the Bone Wars, the pettiness of this, yeah. the idea that some guy was like, "Nah, now fuck, fuck your yeah. quotas. I'm gonna just make my own country," and he did. The capital's called Nain. The official languages are English, French, and Esperanto. Um, the he, it's it's. You know, seventy-five square kilometers of just this one guy deciding that he was going to make his, his own it's country. His home. It's his home. It's his. It's his. You know, he has a silver jubilee, one-dollar coin that was made to commemorate him, um, and his just his plight, um, which I think is really really cool. He's a petty man. He's a petty petty man. Yeah, and petty I love petty it. man, petty, and we love him for fella. it. Yes. All right. So unusual eBay listings. Does what it says on the tin, folks. It's just a bunch of weird shit that got put on Wikipedia. Um, eBay. So, yeah, that one. Brought to us by Jenna Schwartz. Indeed. Thank you, Jenna Schwartz. Um, now we are reading it on Wikipedia. That's what I meant. All right, so there's a whole bunch of things on here. Like, there's buildings and land that are up for sale. Um, like, um, just picking one out of here. The Hollywood sign, the original Hollywood sign, sold on eBay for $450,400. Far <laughs> out. Uh, a guy from... A guy from Brisbane, local guy. Oh, yeah. Um, in 2006, tried to sell New Zealand. Classic. <laughs> um, starting price at one Australian cent. Um, people have been selling cars. Like um, in May of 2005, a Volkswagen Golf that had previously been registered to Cardinal Joseph Ratzinger hmm. um, before he was elected as Benedict uh, 16, um, was sold on eBay's German site for uh, 188,938 euros. Um, which translates to two hundred seventy-seven thousand US dollars. And what um, makes it sing for you? Yeah. What makes it unfeatured? Why, why should it? Why, should why, it, why is it? I love it because we could do like we could literally do ten episodes on this mm. because there's so That's much true. stuff in here. Um, um, like military vehicles, like February two thousand four, a scrapped FA eighteen Hornet fighter jet was listed on eBay, starting bid of a million dollars. Um, <laughs> there, there's just so much stuff in here new species have been listed on there that's very <laughs> funny um like there's so much on here and it would be such it, like it's such a gold mine we could keep going back to it and back to it and back to it that's true um so yeah i think that's like that's why it's that's it's yeah it's, it's the article that keeps on giving it is it is there's so much in there um what do you reckon as much as unusual ebay listings um as deep as it is mm. and thing and so that i think we can leave it for the future yeah if you want to come back you know, to it. yeah and because Gina technically did bring in two articles and she That's needs to true. be punished she for that. Cheated. She did cheat. I'm gonna to have to give it to the Principality of the Hard River. Yep. It is just yeah. uh it's just uh it also it holds a special place in my heart because it is like the first unfeatured article that I found and I was like, this is really fucking funny. Yeah. So um yeah, I think we're gonna to have to give it to that one. Very good. All one righty. thing uh we should have done a little bit ago, but uh I wanna flick it to a guest to see what they have to say. Yeah. About because uh, I think we're overdue. We've been talking for too long. We've been let's, talking way too long. Let's see what. Who uh, we, well, who have we got left? Let's see what Sam Webb has to say. Yeah. yeah. Hello, hello, hello. It is me, Samuel Webb. You may remember me from episode, oh shit, 19 uh, from May. Uh, I talked about the Gombe War of Tanzania National Park or the Gombe National Park in Tanzania. Anywho. Uh, I would have to say that my favourite unfeatured article was probably from that episode, and it would be Mr. James Kehoe's Duck Dynasty uh, article, which was truly, truly just a hole in the internet that you could lose yourself in for days, if not weeks. 
Oh, Lord. Uh, well done, Mr. Kehoe, and good on you all. Love yous. Thank you so much, Sam, for your wise words. Indeed. Um, Duck Dynasty was... Um, one of the ones, yes, one of the ones yeah. that I regret didn't make it through. But as as we said, we had to give to Jim, uh, the Chim mm. War of the uh, Gombe because it was so just so so yeah. brutal. But I reckon that's another one like eBay listings that we could definitely yeah. come back to the in the future. Tells just phenomena. It's very good. Um, alrighty, so we have got uh, two more in our um, in this kind of batch in our in our in our uh, round three, in, mm-hmm. uh, um, and then we'll move forward into uh, the um, semifinals. No, actually, sorry. So this quarter is quarterfinals. The next quarterfinals. Quarterfinals is the next one. I believe yep. so. All righty. Anyway, um, next up we've got sports. Sports. We don't sports. know how to do. Wizard of New Zealand versus toilet paper. Oh, okay. yes. Representing uh, Wizard of New Zealand, it's your boy Curtis. It's my boy. It's me. <laughs> I am my boy. <laughs> and representing toilet paper, we have me, Mister Kehoe. All right. Another switcher. Another switcher. Another switcher. All right. Fair enough. Um. Okay, uh, so the Wizard of New Zealand, man, this guy, what now. an absolute menace. Because um, he's, he's just like, he's just an absolute renegade who's just gone, no, 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 I want to do this. Mm-hmm. Why do you want to do this? Because I'm a wizard. Yeah. You're not a wizard. Fucking prove it, mate. <laughs> I've got a certificate here that says I'm a wizard of a, of a university. Well, I mean, fine. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to sail down the fucking New Zealand River with like, <laughs> with the new Ten Commandments. Yeah. This guy was just so bizarre and so weird and so wacky, and it did make every single one of us laugh. I think. Um, and we just we got it. We, we love it. We love a ridiculous man mm. on this. We love a ridiculous person on this podcast. And I think we just got to applaud him for that. Um, I th- I think it, it it's unfeatured because. It is such an intrinsically Australian New Zealand kind of story, yeah. That I, I don't think um, people like in the states could kind of would kind of hear about, yeah. Um, and like because we didn't even know about it mm. until you brought it on. Um, and it is just this funny thing that, um, yeah. And uh, it it did it made all of us laugh. And yeah, I um I think I think it's a bloody ripper of an article. Very good. Yep. Uh, I'm going to talk about toilet paper in particular, toilet paper orientation. Oof. Now this was something that um that Curtis brought to us. Sparked a hearty debate. It's a point of contention for many folks. Uh, I think generally we were pretty uh, on a on a like a, a, an agreement, a kind of consensus consensus about about how we handle our toilet paper, the over or the under. Um, we were over, weren't we? I think we're over. I'm over. Yeah. The um, other thing I said was that it would be dangerous if you had a cat because they could pour at that very easily. Mm, mm. The reason that I think this should kind of carry on to the next round is because, like, this is a Six section full article, yeah. all about which way you bloody put your dunny paper, you know, <laughs> and and I think that like it, we, it goes through arguments and it goes through preferences and it goes through surveys and it goes through sex and age and and themes and you know class and politics and and all this kind of stuff that you wouldn't expect to find you know in something relating to toilet paper. Um, I think that it is kind of the definition of the obscure and oddly specific. I think it's like... That is true, yeah. You know, it's something that you would not give a second thought about, you know, unless you... Read this entire, like, seven-page thesis. Exactly. With statistics included. Yeah. Um, And so that is why I think that toilet paper orientation is kind of this crucial, this critical uh, article, this unfeatured article uh, that is very good. Spawned one of the best debates I think we've had. Yeah. All right, Riley. If not the best debate. Oh, uh, yeah. That's you got a good point. This is this is uh, this is probably the toughest one we've had so far. I think because um, like they're both so 
I mean, such good representations of like the of kind of we different kind of for, art, yeah, yeah versions like, yeah. of articles. Wizard of New Zealand um, is Wacky probably as unfeatured as it gets. Yeah, like, yeah. I've never heard of like of that being even a thing. Mm. Um, and like some of the stuff he did was r- ridiculous and provided us with some good laughs. Toilet paper, we did have one of the best discussions. Um, that's someone's timer going off. Yeah. Oh, that's the timer, the two-minute timer. The two-minute timer. Forgot, forgot the timer to, you set. Forgot to stop. <laughs> yeah. Naughty boy. Anyway, go on. Um, oh, this is really hard. This is really Come hard. On, mate. We've all got, we've all uh, got, got this. The, th- these aren't even mine, though, but they're know, supposed to be so good. We've all had to make hard decisions. Um, What's your gut reaction? What does your heart say? Gut reaction is, oh, I don't even have one. Um, I'm going to go. Pick a side, you fucking centrist. I know. Here we go. Three, two, one. Wizard. Wizard of right. New Zealand. Wizard of New Zealand. Forward. All right. Fair enough. People are entitled to their wrong opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I love the wizard. Pick a side. <laughs> no, wrong side. Yeah, wrong one. And Welcome to politics. All right. Lastly, uh, in this second round, we have Hummus versus Icelandic Penis Museum. Oh, representing hummus. That's the right. The man himself. Riley McNamara. Riley's representing hummus. And, and representing, representing those penises. That's me. Curtis. I'm representing right. my own article. All right, very, boys. Very well. All right, let's bring up these articles, Riley. All right. Do you want to kick off or? No, you can. All right. I've got so, more to type. Jan- okay, so the first bit we ever did was on hummus. It was. And we were all a little taken aback when James first brought it to the table because we were like, we know what hummus is. Well, I've it, heard it, of hummus. It tastes good. I've eaten quite a lot of it. Mm. Um, what we didn't know is the um, the kind of enmity that hummus has bred. Um, so for the um, Palestinians and the Jordanians, I believe it was. Um, yeah, so th- there's this big, big war going on, like om- almost a full-on war going on um, about, you know, the proper, like who invented hummus and the proper way to prepare and to eat hummus and all of this other stuff. And, like, I think one of the reasons why hummus is one of my favorite articles that we did is because it kind of exemplifies the the pick something that is very mundane and very that everyone knows about yeah and find the tiniest little tidbit of information that is just so fucking wild this was a, it, this was the first episode as well wasn't it it was the first one it was like the the hummus was the I first made, article i made mm. such a bold the joke about <laughs> this as well you i made did. such a bold like about the about <laughs> right out the gate such a political like yeah. such a intense joke as well <laughs> like right out of the gate for our first episode yeah, yeah you didn't waste any time no man, right. we went right into it we've grown it's good all I right. think they've changed. I'm sorry. I'm just going to kind of uh, deliberate a little bit on yeah. this. I think they've changed this article slightly. Have they? There used to be this thing about like the origins and stuff that I don't think is any longer there. What is there, however, Have they made a decision? is the 2005 short film West Bank Story, which is a rivalry between the Israeli kosher king and Palestinian hummus hut. Uh, which is a parody of West Side Story that was apparently made. Which is very funny. <laughs> so very good. funny. That's hysterical. Um, Curtis? Um, all righty. So the Icelandic Phallological Museum uh, mm. is a museum in Iceland which uh, contains a bunch of preserved um, mammal fossilized preserved penises. Like, yeah. And real, they're real ones as well. There's bulls, there's whales, there's narwhals, there's rats, there's... Uh, uh, dogs, they're trying to get a dude's. That's right. They're trying to get an actual human penis mm-hmm. um, that they want to get donated by uh, this weird uh, actor, apparently, like 
actor and writer, yeah. but he's not known for his acting and writing. He's known for his 13-inch schlong. Yeah. Um, That's same, am I right? Yeah. I just think this is so funny because um, the reason it made me laugh so much was mm. because it was started by a teacher. Yeah. Like a high school <laughs> teacher who became a university professor who then became a curator, a, a curator of, a, of a penis museum. Yeah. Like just I, I, can't, I can't help but imagine like – um, emailing your professor going, hey, can we just have a quick meeting? I need to talk about this assignment. And then you go to his office and you just walk in. Because he used to keep these in his office. That's right. Um, yeah. And they just walk in and you're just like, hey, man, I just need some um, help with... Holy fuck. <laughs> what? It's fine. I'll go. I'll, see, I'll do the assignment myself. Um, and yeah, it is just... The, the kind of rabbit hole we went down as well about this quest to find mm. a human penis. Yeah. yeah. Was, um, which I think that is the definition of unfeatured, yeah, because yeah. this is a story that no one has been talking about, and we need to be talking about this story, yeah. And it's just, it's so funny, and it's so stupid, and it's so magically specific, yes. And uh, yeah, I just love it. I just love it. That's why I think it needs to carry on. Amazing. Yeah. All right. How do you um, feel, James? Yeah. So of those two, um, obviously hummus. You know, the first one we ever did. Uh, holds a special place in our hearts. Absolutely. Um, and I think does have this really interesting and obscure story associated with mm. it and, and the origins of it and the culture surrounding it. Um, I think that overall, yeah, like I think you're right. The Icelandic Phallic Museum, it's just this weird thing that exists and I love that it exists and yeah. I want to go visit it someday. And um, that is why, and I didn't know about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that is why I'm going to uh, put it, Forward into the next round. I find a Pierce Museum right. going forward. Let's go to the dicks. All right, well, there you are. There is the... We've got our that? final eight, boys. That's our final eight. So we're yep. into the quarterfinals now. We are. All righty. Well, we are going to throw to another guest. Yeah, let's do it. Hear what their favorite article of the uh, entire season was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we're going to throw to Gina Schwartz. We've already done that. Have we already done the throw to Gina we Schwartz? We have. Oh, dear. Yes. All right, then we're going to throw to Liz Keo. Let's do it. Yep. Hey guys, Liz Keogh here. Uh, I was the second feature feature guest. Oh, was I the third? Obviously, I'm an avid listener of unfeatured articles. I think I was the third feature artiste on this beautiful podcast. Um, great times, great wine, great brownies. All in all, had a great time. But I've been been reviewing all of the articles, and I've got to say, my favourite belongs to episode 19, going to Pound Town on my toaster oven. Uh, from that article, it was Riley's article. That was my favourite. Riley, I don't know if you remember but it was the one about the um the 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 penis thing where it like shrunk up and stuff i don't actually remember the name i literally just listened to it i probably should um really really interesting article and look i actually looked at it from a health practitioner's point of view because that's what i'm studying to be and i was like isn't that crazy like that someone could go have those episodes in their lives i want to find out more so kudos also it was a great episode um my brother came up with the name of the episode and like i was really proud of that because that was the sole reason why i chose that article to read uh curtis was hungover what's new it was a great time i also normally when riley talks because he's got quite a good voice i tend to lull into like a happy place of solitude and peacefulness because his voice is so relaxing it's amazing but the article is so interesting that i couldn't lull and i take that as a good sign so signing off uh, that was my fave 
That was my fave one. Kudos to the boys for what a season. What a season. Um, and I shall see you around for next season, eh? All right. Ciao. Thank you, Liz, for that wonderfully um, wisdomous information. Thanks, sis. So we're now into our quarterfinals. Indeed. We are into our final eight. Yep. And the um, way we're going to be doing this one is lightning round, gut round. We're just um, going to count down. I'm going to say what they are. And uh, on the count of three, we're all going to say a gut reaction. What's our favorite one? What's our favorite one? And then if we've reached a unanimous decision, great. Yep. If not, we we're gonna have a little deliberate out of it. All right. This one's gonna be pretty quick though. So are James, can you just really quickly run us through what our um top eight are? Sure. So our top eight are Penis Museum, Wizard of New Zealand, uh, Hut River, Rainbow Bridge. We've got the Gombe Chimpanzee War, um, Bone Wars. We've got Speed Two Cruise Control. And Ruth Melville. Ruth Belleville, rather. Ruth Belleville, boys. Yeah. Name's not Melville. It's Belleville. Belleville. Okay. Alrighty. So we're going to start back from the top. And yeah. so our first one is hummus versus penis. So Whoa. on three, we're either going to say hummus Wait, or hummus penis. Or- that was the last round. Oh, yeah. We're going back, down, and up. Because no, no, I'm going... No, no. It, it, it's that one. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. So it's the penis museum versus oh, the wizard. Oh, penis versus wizard, sorry. There you go. That's, right. yeah. that's, what, that's what I was like. Need We've already done cross one. off the hummus there, sorry. Alrighty. Okay. Um, can we have our wonderful producer, Zane C. Weber, uh, chime in really quickly to be our, our countdown? Sure. I can How you doing, mate? Uh, my yeah. microphone is on now. He's on? He's in? Excellent. Are we hey, ready Zane, to go? Would it be too much to source some like music, like some little, like a trail-up music that... Like right now, or I'll edit it in. Like, yeah, 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 we said penis. Yep. I'm willing to change to penis. I think that they're both really good articles. I thought we were playing the if penis majority game. is penis, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought we were just but playing the we're saying penis. Classic as as childhood game. I, I'm willing to go for penis. Yeah. I'm willing to change my vote. As much as we love the wizard, yeah, I just think yeah. uh, the penis museum, it's got it for me. It's, it's fucking good. hilarious. And yeah. I, I, I agree with James. I reckon we should do a podcast excursion to the penis museum. Oh, I, I think it'd so. be so much fun. That's in the fund, right? We've That's got that. Yeah, yeah, cool. Alrighty, alrighty. Well, there you go. Penis Museum heading through to the semi-finals. That penis is going that right through. That penis is going right through, baby. Okay. Bad. Next up. I vote for the wizard. <laughs> um, next up, uh, we're either going to say hut or we're going to say uh, rainbow. So that's the hut river or the rainbow bridge. All right. Oh. Tense music, Zane. Tense music. Three, two, one. Rainbow. No, nah, I went for hut, but I am, I, I'm willing to... <laughs> Here's the thing, like James Kehoe, the man yeah. without a spine. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, or a heart, I, apparently. I love the Rainbow Bridge, but I just think that, like, I don't know. Something about the Hut River sings to you. Yeah, that's all right. Rainbow Bridge. We've got fine. the majority on the Rainbow Bridge. Yep. All right, yep. so we've got Rainbow Bridge moving forward to the next round. Boom! Yep. We are blitzing through this. Blitzing through. Blitzing through. All right. Everyone. That's why will, it's got the lightning round. Everyone yep. will have wished we started with this. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, next up, we're doing uh, chimpanzee versus. Bone wars. Okay, so, so chimpanzee on three, or bone. Everyone's going to say war or war. Yeah, yeah. war yeah. or war. We're chimp or bone. This is the chimp war or bone. It's chimp or chimp bone. Chimp or bone. Okay, all right. All right. Tense music. Three, two, one. Chimpanzee. All right. Ooh. Okay. Okay. All right, so you two have both said bone wars. We've said yep. both said bone. And I've said the chimpanzee war. Yeah. Now, I 
as much as the um, the Bone Wars tickled me, mm-hmm. I, I um, obviously I'm going to have to give this one up because uh, we've got a majority here. I um, mean, not necessarily. Not necessarily. If you can, because I I'm you know I All could, right. I okay. could you know sway. It's the war that broke a woman, James. I know. It broke famed, famed, absolute, um, wonderful animal nature conservative Jane Goodall. Yeah. It made her question her own thing. That's about as like fucked up and like niche story. It's like because no one talks about it because yeah. she's so wonderful at her job. Um, that this was the thing that like <laughs> made her question everything. And it's just it's so the the way that like they talk about um how one of the gorillas. Um, after it slit the throat of its uh, of its enemy, cupped its hand underneath its chin and drank its blood. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the it's just it is ridiculous. Hyperbole. <laughs> Jane Goodall talks about it, man. I don't know. If yeah, I'm sorry, I, don't know. I think it actually happened. All right. And again, I'd get. I just. I just say this idea that we think about war as this human thing, and it's not. It was. It, it was like it's just another proof of how close we are to our other primate. Um, Animalia cousins. Mm. And I just think that's so fucking interesting. I don't know. I Do you think- know what the Bone Wars broke? People's interest in fucking dinosaurs. Yeah, right. Yeah. They went so hard <laughs> were that like, people were like, "I'm a bit over I'm, this whole I'm fossil done with dinos. Business. Yeah, yeah. You know? let's move on. You know? And I think that, like, yeah, counter to these animals being human, it's like humans just like becoming so petty that they're like animals. You yeah. know, that they're like willing to go to any lengths yeah. to just discredit this one guy who got a different bone to me and like yeah. I just think that this is so funny. It's so it funny. It is hysterical. It's such like from right. two top professors in the field yeah. with to such so excellent childish. names to and yeah, facial to, hair to, and facial to, hair to literally be reduced to like it's so funny. Like grade ones. You are true. All right, Bone Wars, I'm happy to push that one through. All right. Uh, Bone Wars goes through to the semifinals. To the semifinals. And what have we got for our finale? Um, this will be Speed 2 Cruise Control versus Ruth Belleville. All right, so speed or time? Speed or time? Time or space? Ha! <laughs> Bad. All right, speed or Tense time? Tense music. Three, two, one. Time! Time? Time. time. We're both on time? We're both time. on time. I I just don't. Speed two is my article, right? That's that's fair. like I don't think I I don't get why you two back Ruth Belville so much. Honestly, uh, I don't think it's that good and un- well, I don't think it's that unfeatured. Ooh, I don't right. think. All right, so on the level of unfeatured, you are talking about the sequel of a film. Yeah, no one knows about that sequel. No, I you think, know what you know I what I mean. Story. You know why it's I'm the story. This, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the story of this 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 town that they had to build I get that. twice. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that happened. It Ruth, the funny. power. That that woman possessed, and the I restraint her as a woman, the restraint yeah. she had to have to not be like <laughs> to a, find the dickhead on the block yeah. and be like, oh, yeah, mate, you're nah, like, it's quarter past six, go back to bed. <laughs> and if like, okay, if you, this is such a good grift, right? This is such a good like con to do. And if you stumbled upon this that was making money where you were just like, I'm gonna say what the time is, I guess. Yeah. And it's like, like if Uber came and delivered you the time. Yeah, that's what that's, that's what this is. It's Uber right. for Tommy Boy. That's, that's that's what it is. Yeah, ah, uh, but you're right. Speed two, though. the story behind the, speed. the story behind Speed two mm. is hilarious. Mm. Businesswoman from London. She. I'm going back through Ruth. Yeah. Um. Because uh, I can tell I can. I'm about to break you, James. Look, you know, as I said, like it was my article. Uh, Speed two, and I, 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 oh, I just, I just, very good. Mm. But then Ruth, my girl Ruth, 
Uh, lived to 89. She did. Sold the time. Sold took the over time. the business from her daddy when he passed away. Copped some hectic, like... Look, Rebuilt is- a $5 million <laughs> dollar set because yeah. it was destroyed by a hurricane. Yeah. yeah. For, for Speed 2. Poor, right. For Speed 2 Cruise Control. Poor, okay, I'm going to give it to Speed. I'm going to give it to Speed. Poor planning on Speed's behalf. Ruth thought further ahead than that. I mean, Wasn't yeah. going to be let down by a fucking hurricane. <laughs> she had Rain contingencies in place. Rain or shine. Oh, yeah. James Double. has changed his vote to Speed 2. Oh, have I though? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think for this I've one... I've been silent until now. We are going to have to swing to our... Famous tiebreaker, <laughs> yep. one final time. Yep. Zane C. Weber, what is your gut reaction? How do you feel, Ruth or Speed 2? I think control? you have to go Ruth because yeah, right. it's, it's it's the it's the age-old conflict between competence and incompetence. <laughs> yeah. Whereas yeah. Speed 2 is about uh, incompetence and Ruth is about someone just doing a good job for her whole life. For her whole life, for All something right. that we can just look at the corner I of our lap. I the tiebreaker and, and Ruth moves through to the okay. semifinals. Oh, boy. Here we Speed are. got so much further than I thought it would. <laughs> right? Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so that brings us... Well, let's... Before we check out our semi-finals, why let's don't hear we hear... Let's hear from our last guest. Our last guest, none other than our first guest, Alex Smith. This is Smith. your man, Alex Smith. Oh. Your man, Alex Smith. Good boy. What you got to say? Hey, guys. It's Brisbane pop rock sensation, your man, Alex Smith, here from episode 10. I'm bloody tucked in bed, snug as a bug. Just recording this. Uh, my vote goes uh, to episodes 15's uh, The Duck clan because that was a ridiculous rabbit hole that it didn't need to go as deep as it did or should i say duck hole that's not a thing that's not a thing anyone says um love you boys bye oh no my screen froze while it was recording it's recording this whole thing oh no no thank you to our dear friend of the podcast your man alex smith um first guest Hmm. first of many hopefully who knows maybe this will be the last episode um it could be because it looks like some tears are about to be shed because we are now in our semi-final. <laughs> yes. And our four articles in our semi-finals are, James? Icelandic Phallic Museum, Rainbow Bridge, uh, uh, Bone Wars, and Ruth Belleville. The Time Lady. Yes. So, Riley, you've got three articles in the semi-finals, yeah, mate. three out of four, bud. Yeah. You've done bloody well. It appears so. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, boys, I think for this one, what we're going to have to do is that because we've talked about why we like these articles. Yeah. We've talked about what makes them unfeatured. Mm-hmm. We've had our gut reactions to the one that we are intrinsically attracted to. Yep. I think we're going to have to talk about from the person who did the article, maybe, or maybe just all of us. Just, I think all of Otherwise us. Otherwise we won't hear from you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, from all of us, we're going to have to talk about why we don't think mm. they deserve to move forward into the coveted final. Yeah. Final round. Yep. So um, let's talk about the Icelandic Penis Museum. Yes. Okay. Why this shouldn't... Does anyone have any, like... Does anyone want to claim this as to why they don't think it should move forward? Anyone? Anyone? Um, Look around I, the table. Yep. Look around the rally. Rally. It's a museum. You can find it on any tourist magazine. It wouldn't exactly be unfeatured in that regard. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. It, um, it, yeah. Like, super, super niche. Mm. Not in a small town, not necessarily like, unfeatured. You are correct. It is yeah. part of. It is, it seems to be quite a well known thing about in Iceland. Mm. Um, it's just a bit. Uh, it's just a bit unpleasant to think about, isn't it? Oh, I'm uh, kidding. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's just a bit dirty. Um, alrighty. Well, I think that's a good point. I think that's something that we haven't really touched on before. Is yeah. the fact that it's like an established museum. Um, you know, but. He's kept it open for a while. Yeah. 
Um, so he's got to be making that cash money. Mm. Um, yeah. All righty. Well, Rainbow Bridge. Rainbow Bridge. <sighs> Why do we know. think this one doesn't deserve to move forward, boys? I just think that like it's it's like it's it's cool, but it's also just like uh, it, it's just come from a poem that someone wrote. Like it's it's pretty ordinary, I'd yeah. say, compared to some of the stuff we've done uh, and some of the other contenders. I think it's kind of compared to the penis museum. It's- Specifically, I mean, not just the PNG. I, I think that, like, yeah, f- many of our other articles, Fair. this is just like a story that someone's told about, like, you'll die and you'll see your pets. Mm. Like, you know, I think that that's kind of the limit of it. It's quite limited in scope in terms yeah. of that, in terms of like, you know, it, it is this cool story and this heartwarming story and one that maybe you haven't heard before. But if it's one that people just tell their kids, like, it's kind of just. Fair enough. You know, here's this, it's, oh, when you die, there's a bridge and you get to meet Fluffy. And like, that's it. Yeah. And that's it. It's like, that's all of it. And as heartwarming and as, as much as it's touched our hearts, yeah. it's just kind of this thing of like, I could not. It's not as wacky and yeah, um, like I could really have, specific. I could have come up with that. You know, yeah. I could have said, oh yeah, you know, when you die, yeah, sure. You you, you meet your pets because they died as well. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. All righty. Um, well. Let's talk. Let's talk about specifically Icelandic Penis Museum versus the Rainbow Bridge. Yeah. Okay. What is what? What are we feeling based on the fact that Icelandic Penis Museum not necessarily that unfeatured? Mm-hmm. It is an established place. It is well known. Yeah. Rainbow Bridge not necessarily the most interesting or weirdly specific or wacky kind of article. Yeah. It is quite wholesome, but it's not. It's really just fit kind that of criteria. Yeah. What's our feelings, Riley? Which one would you instinctly go for? Well, I mean, remaining unbiased, no bias. Remaining unbiased <laughs> yeah. by the same argument that the Rainbow Bridge is limited in scope. Um, the Penis Museum is literally just penises on a wall in a building. Uh, so I'd... many different kinds, like the, the scope of <laughs> the scope but of all the collection, pe- the, all the penis. No, I think the fact that um, and all those animals they're on the Rainbow Bridge. That's right. It all ties in. But no, the also <laughs> the idea of with or without the dicks. Well, it, it does say in the article that they they don't have they any are, injuries. Yes, it does. Ah, yeah, of course. Ghost dick into the into the law of yes. the Rainbow Bridge. Um, this What's, idea that that there was this actor, you know, who this ongoing search for the human penis. The human dick, I yeah. think that that's like this really interesting story, and like the story of yeah. how it was kind of founded. Um, I think that it does have more of a scope than true than the bridge. Um, but yeah, so my my. I don't know. I'm, I'm leaning towards. Kill your darlings. All right. Yeah. You're thinking the penis museum. Yeah. Is yours? All right. I um. Fuck. This is this is a very difficult decision. Mm. Um. I think that yeah. Um. I think ultimately the Rainbow Bridge is less known than the penis museum. Yeah. So I think for me, yeah, the Rainbow Bridge is. Now, but then again, the the scope and the magnificence of that. No, yeah, no, I am. I'm going to have to give my vote to the Penis Museum as well, I'm afraid. As much as I love, love, love the Rainbow Bridge. Yeah, it's it's great. It's a great story, but I How think... How about you, Riley? Are we making this a unanimous or... Rainbow Bridge. It's your gut feeling? Yeah. I'll, die, I'll die on this hill. You'll die on this hill? <laughs> and I'll see my pets there. Do you All have right. any final, like, battles final for to, Final to, thoughts to, to, try and to try and sway, sway us? us? Something so wholesome as the Rainbow Bridge. We, <laughs> as friends, we sat here and shed a tear... When the Rainbow Bridge was first brought up, and now you're throwing that away for a bunch of dicks. I think you, <laughs> that's. I mean, that that's is true. what a way to describe our friendship, yeah. though, because that is that yeah. is really. 
us in a nutshell. That's us in a nutshell. Um, I need new friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But also, you can't <laughs> appeal to our personal experience. We have to be unbiased in all things in this in this discussion, you know? We can't talk about our personal experiences our pers- with the article. We need, yeah. well, actually, we do, because that's what we've been talking about the entire that's time. That's true, actually. But, um, <laughs> I, I think, in terms of what we set out to do at the beginning of this podcast, which was like to find the weirdest, wackiest things, um, and we didn't actually bring Unfeatured into it until I started until saying it at the beginning, did. and yeah. then you guys went, no, 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 push back I mean, on it that. was implied. That's I'll die on it later. was implied. It was implied. But I think we were looking for the weird, the wacky, the oddly specific. Yeah. And I think the, uh, the Penis Museum fits all that criteria, unfortunately. Unfortunately, to the detriment of the Rainbow Bridge. Right. Oh. I'm sorry. I think we're gonna have to go with majority. We, on yeah, this we round. knew there would be. We, we knew, knew there would be. be there'd be upsetting. You've things. still got a couple in here, a couple of your entries in here, so yeah. you're not out yet. All right. Icelandic Phallological Museum is moving through to the final round. Yes. Much to the heartbreak of right. us all and our and, audience and, yeah. and our audience probably. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. What's next? We've got um, the Bone Wars the versus Bone Wars. Belleville. Yes. Okay. Does anyone have a reason why Bone Wars should not carry through into the next round? Anyone want to kick it off? Well, to... you, it's they're both your articles. So That's true. Let's, yeah. say, let's let's say let's kick it off with a thing. What is your, what is the one you would you would say is your preferred one? Yeah. Well, they're both like in terms of the criteria we've been going on. Mm. They are both quite unfeatured. Yeah. yeah. Um. They are. Both hilariously specific. Um, mm. I don't know. I, 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 like, I will. I help me out. Yeah, I've Some, got a. I've someone. got a reason. I, I don't think Ruth should move forward. Okay, because as I said before, I just I don't think it's one of the stronger articles we've done. Mm. I don't think it is that. It's definitely not as specific as Bone Wars. Definitely uh, not as detailed and specific. And there's not as much depth. There's You're not right. as much depth, but it's, it's not as weird. It's like we've. It's. I think it's an interesting story. I've interesting told sto- the story of Ruth Belleville at parties. I've been like, "Hey, did you know that there was I, a woman?" I've who- told the story of the Bone Wars at parties. True. Yeah. Like. And, and yeah. Again. Like they both have that yeah. kind of aspect to them of like, here's this interesting thing. Yeah. I tend to agree that yeah, the Bone Wars sort of do have that more kind of depth. And that strange yeah. narrative to it. I do also think that, um, in terms of being unfeatured, I would mm. say Bone Wars is definitely more unfeatured. Yeah. Because as I said, Ruth Belleville was on a bunch of sites that I visited, going like trying to find some yeah. interesting articles to do, kind of thing. Mm. So it was kind of like one that people. It was kind of in the consciousness of people who like to deep dive on Wikipedia. True. And like to True. find articles. Bone Wars. Definitely not. Yeah. And that was like, also, it was so out of the blue. Like, yeah, I right. not, if, if Riley had been like, yeah, I'm going to do um this fight between two archaeologists, I would have been like, yeah, fucking good article, mate. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, knocked it out of the park. I think Such so, Such a weird yeah. story. Yeah. So I, that is what I don't think Ruth should move forward. I think for me, it has to be Bone Wars. I'm going to agree with you there. Uh, How about you, Ralph? Ralph? Um, I love both. Um, I think they're both good for different reasons. I'm yeah. happy with Bone Wars, though. Yeah. All right. All right. So we have our oh my gosh final two. Oh we have gosh. who'd have thought who this this is not I what did, I thought. I did not expect this combo. Can no, I, me okay. neither. Let's. What did we think was going to be here? Okay, James, um, I you start us off. I I, I, I thought it was going to be between Rainbow Bridge mm. and the Fifty Two Hertz Whale. Could have been Rainbow Bridge. It could have been. Ha <laughs> ha. It could have been. You are correct, but. The women of the podcast took us in a different direction. Yeah. How about you, Riley? What did you think this was? Um, I thought it was going to be Rainbow Bridge and um, one of the other ones. <laughs> you just thought you just, you had just knew that Rainbow Bridge was I was like, no, Rainbow Bridge is a winner. Yeah. Um, like from episode five. No, what? Fair. Um, 
He's thinking. Yeah. He's mulling it over in his brain. I'm going to say, like, the, I, I never really came into it with, like, here's going to be the matchup at the, at the end. I yeah. thought that George P. Bedell was going to carry Go a bit further. Yeah. yeah. I thought that, um, again, like, I didn't know that, like, I, I kind of regret voting for Ruth over Speed 2 now. I kind of wish that Speed got into the into those semifinals. I, I agree. Think that was, yeah. I agree. I'm sorry. I, I voted incorrectly, I think. Um, would have been your article in as I well. I know. I would have been in there. Anyway. You didn't make it past the quarterfinals, mate. And uh, I, I don't think I saw the Phallic Museum getting this far. Yeah, no. I, I thought that one was up for a chance of getting this far. I don't know if it, I didn't think it was going to get to the finals. Finals. Yeah. We did have a fucking real laugh at that one, though, didn't we? Yeah. I re-listened to that episode recently, It was good. Um, um, Zane, let's, let's swing over to our, to our friendly producer one last time. Zane came into this with... He had a he had a list a of list. like ones that he he thought was going to be. As soon as you finished, I wrote a list. Yeah. at work when I was looking at all the different articles you done, I wrote a list of my six favorite that I would hope to get somewhere near the top. Oh, I'm so excited! It's about fifty fifty. <laughs> so, in terms of six, what made through and what didn't, or yeah, six was the Spite House. Oh, the Spite oh. House. Oh yeah. It, <laughs> It wasn't even a winner, but it wasn't I wasn't even it. Oh, yeah, I forgot a, about the spider. That was a good, that was a good yeah. article. Uh, number five was the Tetris effect. Again, not a winner, but I love the yeah. article. Yeah, yeah. Four was the Bone Wars. Yep. yep. So here we are. Uh, and yeah, Bone Wars was one of my favorites to be in the in the final two. Yeah. Uh, three was the Gombe Chimpanzee War. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, yeah. 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 Then Axeman of New Orleans. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that was a good one. Good one. Anyone want to guess what my number one was? Um. Is it one that was in the final 32? Yes. Okay. Oh, that um, narrows it down. I think it was uh, tri- Triscodecophobia. Not, that's not the word. <laughs> yes, it was trypophobia. It was trypophobia. It was not trypophobia. Oh, wow. Was it? Oh, okay. So was it? I did, I did not think that you guys would let trypophobia through. No. I was Honestly, not. I was surprised was that Rat King got in. I am, yeah. I am still butthurt. The, the <laughs> same criteria that allowed yeah. Rat King disallowed trypophobia. Um, I'm I gonna think s- that is horseshit. Did you put as number one 52 Hertz Wow? I didn't. Oh. Because even though it's a very charming story, there is, the a movie. Yeah. there is a movie. There is a movie. There is a movie. That is true. Yeah. All right. Well, so what, what, what was, was your- this one? Rainbow Bridge. Ha <laughs> ha. Fair enough. I'd never heard of it until now. And since now that I've heard of it, I've seen it referred to in like media and movies like several times. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, there you go. Well, there you go. Do we have one last guest to swing to or are we just going to crack straight into? This is it. I this is done. it. It's the, it's. Boys, what it's, a journey we've been on. Yeah, it's dude. Penultimate Bone Wars. This was such a weird thing that we set out to do at the beginning of the year. Yeah. But we did it. We fucked this. And like, I don't even, should we put this on our wall of accomplishments? But like, at the same time, I'm like, fucking go us. Alrighty. So, All right, so. Um, we're going to take a really quick break uh, and uh, just um, get our heads together and come back for the finale. Yep. The final round and decide the winner of Unfeatured Articles Season 1. Back for Wait. the final time this season, the Icelandic, the Icelandic Penis Museum, Phallological Museum, the Icelandic Phallological Museum. We got to at this point in the game. We got to be, be specific. And 
and the Bone Wars. Boys, we've talked about these articles till the bloody cows come home. The yeah. Big Bertha herself came home. Yes. No one knows about it, though. And I think what we just need to do is we just need to do a straight vote. Just rip the band-aid. Just rip the band-aid off. So right. I think we're just going to get straight into it. Okay. Um, can you draw a name for who's voting first? I can. All right. Zane is drawing a name. He has reached in. I was going to say we could all just put our ha- close our eyes and put our hands up. I am up. voting first. Okay. Between the Bone Wars and the Icelandic Phallological Museum. Yep. All right, Eddie Murphy. Eddie McGuire, not Eddie Murphy. I fucked it. All right, I fucked all right. it. Right. Fuck you want to cut that one? You want to cut that? No. Um, I think that my vote has to go to the Bone Wars. Okay. Against my own article, because I think when it comes down to it, um, yeah, yeah, just the insane depravity of these two men, the pettiness between both of them. It's Lin-Manuel Miranda's next musical. We all know it. We all know if it. If we've achieved anything from this, it's I don't know why I keep trying to give it to Lin. Maybe we should just do it. Maybe we should do Oh, yeah. Lin, don't listen. The Good um, Time Boys present <laughs> The Bone Wars. Yeah. Lin, if you're listening. James, James turn up. up. All right. I'm voting next. Um, of the two, um, I, and I guess this is the decider. Well, no, because whatever. But I am going to vote for The Bone Wars as Very well. well. Over the Icelandic Philological Museum, because what a story, you what know, a, what a tale. What a goddamn story. We as human beings, we get around a good narrative, and I think that this is one that is so unknown and so in depth and so petty, and I love it. I, I love live it. for it. I love it. It's only fitting that our final article was a unanimous yeah. decision, because I'm also voting for the Bone Wars. There it is. Indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, what an anticlimactic ending. I know. No, no it's good. No argument. We all- I like Hold it. Hold on. Zane has something to say. Zane has something to say. I really, I just want to pose a hypothetical. Please. No, you. don't. I want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> I know what James is saying, but if it was between the Bone Wars and the Rainbow Bridge. <laughs> I would vote for the Rainbow Bridge. Riley? I don't know. <laughs> and there we have it. And there we have it. It's it's like Ladies a and gentlemen, Bone Wars Rainbow Bridge unknown. It's like <laughs> um, Ladies and gentlemen, there we have it. Riley McNamara is king of season one of Unfeatured Articles. Yeah. And the winning article of season one is the Bone Wars. The Bone Wars. And what Some, an excellent article. I I, I'm I very love pleased it. With it. I think it's so detailed. Uh it's so long and I think it's so rich yeah. with, with things and with Obscurities, absolutely. As I said, we can talk about to the cows come home, really. Yep. But um, look, if you've stuck with us this long, if you've listened to every single episode, even yeah. if you haven't, we just like to say fucking thank you. Yeah, for listen yeah. to us ramble on about Wikipedia, random Wikipedia articles Legit. that we found during the week. Mm. Um, it has been an absolute like freaking pleasure. I think um, it's been a lot of fun, and we have so much fun doing it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Matt, Ponewood. I can't, I, honestly, it's, it was such an underdog, and right. I'm really pleased came that it on won. Through. I'm so surprised. All right. Um, well, I guess we should start wrapping it up then. Let's but do it. But maybe we should really quickly talk about what we're going to do next season. Yes. Well, season, yeah. point five of a season, really. It's going to be a little self-contained thing. Sure. Um, I think that, I mean, like, yeah, we don't technically have to be in season. We're not technically season. Essentially, what we're going to do is we're going to take a couple of weeks of break. Uh, Riley sure. really needs a fucking break. Riley needs to sleep. Riley hasn't slept we're gonna put in him three in a months. Cryogenic chamber. Um, we don't know how long that's going to be, but when we come back, what we're going to be doing is essentially uh, like we did with the Star Wars episode, going into a bunch of different wikis. So these are things based around different franchises, different, different fandoms. Yeah. So it's not just going to be Wikipedia articles. Nope. It's going to be. 
um, articles uh, from yeah different wikias, which yep. are like, which are hosted through Wikipedia. So yep. uh, you can't get us on a technicality that we're not. <laughs> Doing what we exactly. We, we make anymore. the rules. We make the fucking rules. It's here. our podcast. Fuck you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> fuck you. He says to the audience, uh, "You don't like it? Don't listen. Don't yeah. listen. Don't don't please listen. listen. Please, please fucking listen." <laughs> and like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we are unfeatured articles on Instagram and Facebook and unfeatured pod on Twitter. Um, if you didn't catch every single episode um, this season, which hey, fair, yeah, there's a few. Go back. We've Absolutely. done over a hundred articles. We that's Fucking insane. Hell. We've done over a hundred Wikipedia articles, including all the guest ones. So you know, even the ones that weren't winners in this one or weren't included, there's so much more to listen. Yeah. There's so much more to see. Um, um, yeah, go back. You can find that on Stitcher, mm-hmm. iTunes, Google Play, or any good podcatcher of your choice. Indeed, indeed. Um, there's one last little bit of business, boys. Okay. I'd like to give. I'd like to give a bit of a. Um, like a Razzie award. Oh, please. Like a bit of a, a dirty award. Yeah. To the Duck Dynasty um, article. Oh, sure. Because that one was... It didn't make it through because we had to give it to um, Chimp, um, the Combat Chimp War. Yeah. That one was so ridiculously in-depth yes. that if we don't come back to that, I'm going to eat my fucking hat. I should be um, specific. So uh, it was List of Fictional Ducks yep. was the article, um, and that included all of the characters from... The DuckTales series. So yeah. when we say Duck Dynasty, what we mean is the Donald Duck universe, um, which if you hadn't listened to that episode or you don't know what we're talking about, just go, just go on to Wikipedia, go onto a list of fictional ducks, hop into the Donald Duck universe, dive into the Donald Duck universe, swim in the Donald Duck universe. It's a pleasure. It is amazing. Um, but yeah, that is just my little, little bit of yeah. last business. I'd like to say thank you um, to... Everyone who came on yes. this season, all, all of guests. our wonderful guests. Your man, Alex Smith, who's actually sitting in the corner of the room right now. Hi, Alex. Um, Mr. Sam Webb. Yes. Fellow good time boy. Uh, Miss Gina Schwartz. Mm. Uh, wonderful, wonderful actress. Uh, Liz Kehoe, the, my, my other co-host uh, on my other podcast, and yes. James's sister. Hello. And finally, Mr. Drew Buchanan. Indeed. Um, thank you to all of those guys who came on. That was, it was such a pleasure having you on. Um, we hope to have you back sometime. Thank you to That's Not Canon Productions for hosting an entire fucking season of us, yeah, which is ridiculous. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll, be in, we'll be in contact to discuss season two. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll talk to you soon. If they'll let um, us back. And thank you to you two boys for doing this. Like, this has been a pleasure. Thank you. Yeah. It means we see each other every every, every fortnight, which is Indeed. wonderful. Indeed. And finally, thank you to you guys for listening. This is like, yeah, if you listen to us ramble again, that is like... What a what a bloody pleasure it yeah. is to have you listening. You guys are the yeah. real the real winners. The MVPs. 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 Yeah. Um so, Riley, did you have a you said you said so. I did. Go ahead. I was just gonna say for the last time I've been Riley McNamara. I've been Curtis Lang. I've been James Keir, and uh till next time, browse responsibly. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping 
and 365-day returns.